Welcome to the High Achievers Club. This podcast is for you, the big dreamer, goal getter, ceiling breaker, trailblazer, and quota crusher. You're in the right place if you want unstoppable success without sacrificing yourself and your sanity in the process. I'm your host, Becca Powers, best-selling author of Harness Your Inner CEO. And here at the High Achievers Club, you will get the tools you need to have a professional and personal life that thrives beyond your wildest dreams. Welcome to episode five of the High Achievers Club. And today we are going to talk about the meaning of success and a little bit more specifically that success is subjective in the eye of the beholder, so to speak. But have you ever really thought about that? Have you had active conversations with family, friends, colleagues, etc., and realize that everybody's definition of success is completely different? And that's what triggered the topic for today's episode. About a week ago, I was having a conversation with my daughter about success and that how everybody's definition of success is different. And not only that, but how we carry what our definition of success is with our different values and what's important to us. And then we project it onto other people and start to judge them as if there's something wrong with them because their values of success don't match ours. And the fact of the matter is, we all have our own definition of success, and we should. It's a very personal journey, and someone might measure their success by the amount of joy and peace they have in their life, while someone else might measure success by their awards, accomplishments, and financial health, for an example. And it's not for me to say that this person is wrong or right, or this other person is wrong or right. It's right to them. And that's kind of the point. And I think that I really would like to see a place where we not only honor each other's opinions and views on success, but that we support them in whatever their success looks like. For an example, What I consider success is different than my daughter's view on success, which is different than her brother's view on success. And if I held them to my standard of success, it could potentially make them feel bad about themselves. It could make them feel mad at me because I'm projecting onto them. And I'm sure I have at some points, but as I've gone older, I'm definitely much more aware that this is something that is subjective and should be subjective. And I've also witnessed throughout my career how other people's definitions of success when projected onto somebody else does, in fact, mess with their mojo. And again, I want to ask the question, what does success mean to you? What lights you up? What gets you going? For me, I think my meaning of success has definitely changed over the years. I'm 43 now, and I can say that what I believe now is not what I believed five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, for that matter. As humans, we're always evolving. And I think that our definition or meaning to success should evolve too. For an example, 10 years ago, I was very achievement-based. And I'm not knocking it. Like I loved getting my president's clubs. I loved my awards, my recognition and my accolades and all of that stuff. It filled me up and I love winning. So I was like, I won. 
it felt good. But as I got older, it just wasn't deep enough. It was outwardly fulfilling, but not internally fulfilling. And that emptiness, that lack of internal fulfillment, actually, I believe was one of the sources for one of my run-ins with burnout. I've counted back now and I have run into burnout five times in my career with the last time being the worst. And I do think it had a lot to do with how I measured success and the role I thought I played in that. Like for an example, if I go back to 10 years ago, one of the times I burnt myself out was because I was very achievement-based and what my definition and meaning of success was, it was to break six figures, hit President's Club three years in a row, those type of things, which are awesome goals. But I became a production machine. I was always producing. I was always throttling. And quite frankly, it gets exhausting after a while. And I didn't really calculate rest and recharging into that formula, which again, hey, burnout's on the other side of that when you don't stop to rest and recharge. So what I'd like to ask you before we go further into the episode is what is your definition of success? What does success mean to you? And I think that, again, really can be a North Star for us. Like for me right now, what success means to me is having my life thriving in all areas. And I'm quite aware that not every area is going to thrive at the same level. I'm not going to be A plus in all areas of my life at all times. Life is a series of priorities and changes and things like that. But I do know that I want all of them working. (laughs) I want, and that's why I kind of wrote Harness Your Inner CEO, right? Like if you take over your life from the vantage point that you're the CEO of it, you've got all these different departments and Harness Your Inner CEO, I talk about the human relationships department, health and wellness, profession and purpose, prosperity and abundance, and kind of say when any one of those gets extremely off kilter, your overall health can be impacted, your fulfillment, your happiness, all of it kind of gets thrown out the window when it's in extremes. So one of the things that I learned in the, let's go back to how I said 10 years ago, I was very achievement based in my model for success that I had for myself. In that run to be the best of the best, I didn't equate myself into that formula. I produced and I was awesome at it. But again, I didn't really rest and recharge. So when I hit burnout the last time around, I was in really, really rough shape. I had two anxiety disorders. I had autoimmune disease. My hair was falling out in clumps. And I really had to sit back and be like, is this what success looks like? Is this how I'm measuring success? And obviously the answer is no to that, but I had to come to terms with that on my own. And then I also had to overcome it and heal from it. And I'm proud to say now that I was able to prioritize myself. I was able to get my autoimmune in remission. I just tested recently and I was negative ANA. So I was like, woohoo. It was like a monumental mountain of a task is what I'd like to say. Like, did I heal myself and did I get my priorities worked out? I sure in the hell did. And it's awesome. And I love to talk about it and celebrate it and share what I learned with people. I can shout it from the rooftops. But what if we were more in tune with our meaning for success and had a better way of measuring what success meant to us so that we don't have to go into these battles of extremes? And also, what if we honored other people's past a little bit more 
so that we weren't instilling our values and principles and standards onto somebody else. And I think that's really important because as high achievers, what I've noticed about high achievers is that we are setting standards and a lot of us are products of trying to prove we're worth it, trying to prove our value, trying to be validated because we came from really screwed up families or we came from families that didn't have much or again, maybe our family's values of success were more centered around family time rather than accolades. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up. What I am trying to say is that a lot of high achievers specifically have achievement-based success foundations because we are trying to prove ourselves and things like that. So like, what if we were be able to recognize what our definition and meaning to success is and live within our standard and help others live within theirs? And I think that would be a really like nice little world to live in. And I know that's not necessarily reality, but for this podcast, I'd like to say, what is your meaning of success and how can you embrace it and how can you rise in it and how can you set it as your standard and maybe help somebody else set their standard so that they're not surviving and they're not feeling guilty because they're not meeting someone else's expectations like that shit sucks. We don't want to live in that space. So moving on, I want to talk more about maybe how you can frame this definition of success for yourself, or maybe create a new one. As I mentioned earlier, we're always evolving and changing. When was the last time you actually pondered, hey, what does success mean to me? Or what do I want success to mean to me? So I'm going to break down the four departments that I wrote about in Harness Your Inner CEO, just to give you some framework. And if it doesn't work for you, you could be like, Becca, I don't like that. That sucks. Well, that's cool. You don't have to use it. I'd like to share ideas and get them out in the world and help people be more successful. So I guess successful is fine. I was like, I've used that word a lot on this episode, but that's what we're talking about. So I'm just going to roll with it. But as an expert in workplace burnout and personal success in business, it's really important to me to help people thrive. I see so many people with awesome results, but they are just barely holding it together. And that's the stuff that drives me nuts. I'm like, no, we don't have to do that. We don't have to do it that way. There's another way. So that's what we're going to go into right now. Hello there, hackers. Pausing the podcast for a moment because you know I'm all about breaking up those burnout cycles and getting you to your peak potential. So I want to offer an opportunity for you to self-assess whether you're in burnout or not. So if you go to BeccaPowers.com forward slash burnout, there's a free assessment for you there. All right, let's get back to the show. I'm going to start with human relationships. So in Harness Your Inner CEO, I actually have an assessment that you can take. And at some point, maybe I'll get it on the website too, or something like that. So you can take it as listeners. But if you go and purchase Harness Your Inner CEO, I normally keep the ebook at $2.99. So super affordable within it is the assessment for your human relationships department, if you want to kind of geek out a little bit. But my point is, what does success look like within your intimate relationships? What does that look like with yourself? Are you able to prioritize yourself within your life, within your relationships? Or are you at the bottom of the list? Are your closest relationships, do you have intimacy and depth within them? Or are they distant? And what does success look like for you as you think about 
being able to prioritize yourself within the schema of your life and your relationships? And what does the depth of your relationships look like? And do you want depth or do you want more distance? I mean, again, that's something you can define. But overall, I would ask you to consider what does success look like for you within your relationships and what I like to call your human relationships department. Moving on to health and wellness. I get so passionate about this one because I think this is multifaceted because within health and wellness, we have our emotional health, we have our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual health. And there's a lot that we need to take care of when we're talking about health and wellness. So what does that look like for you? What does success look like for you in the department of your health and wellness? And next, moving on, what does success look like for you within your profession and your purpose? For an example, for me, profession and purpose are really high throttle for me right now. I'm kind of on the, what I would consider the backside of my career. I've been a 20-year Fortune 500 sales executive, and ideally, I would love to be able to retire in anywhere from five to seven years. I still enjoy what I do for a living, so I'm not looking to do that anytime immediately, but life is grand. I want to live in more purpose. What I'm doing here with the High Achievers Club is currently for fun, but I would love to be able to do this type of work full time. I am doing coaching and corporate consulting on the side, but I do see a point in time where this is my full time job is helping people thrive in their personal and professional lives. Breaking up with burnout. I love that phrase. It's actually a title of my next book. But like being able to do that full time is something that I would just absolutely love to do and that I will be able to do. I know it. But my point is, is that for me, I'm throttling in both. I'm throttling in my profession and I'm throttling in my purpose. I feel like this is my purpose based work. I've been through a lot. I've risen out of a lot. And now I feel that. I can make impact. I can help people change. I can be an agent for transformation. And I get really jazzed to do this stuff. So really that success for me right now, one of my measurables is how am I feeling in my profession and purpose? I mean, all of them are so important. I'm really working on them all. I was going to say like the next one is my relationships, especially the ones with my kids and my husband are really important to me right now, as well as making sure that I'm staying at top of the priority list. So as I talk about all of that, that impacts my being able to stay at the top of the priority list impacts my health and wellness. I have learned that if I'm nowhere on that list, then my health and wellness sucks. So now I have to stay at the top. It's just what I have to do to really thrive and stay alive. And then the fourth department that I have is that I like to consider when I'm building my own success models is my prosperity and abundance. What does that look like? So financial health, I put in that bucket. And I also put just abundance in general. Am I able to feel joy? Am I able to feel peace? Am I able to do the activities that I love to do? Can I travel? Do I get to experience the food and the alcohol that I like? I don't really drink a lot, but I do like to have a good old fashioned from time to time. Or I like to go enjoy a band. I love music. I'm a concert junkie. So there's a lot of aspects to what success can look like for a person that is outside of awards and achievement. And I do still love striving for those things. Again, I played competitive soccer. Can I just stop to say like women's equal pay? Woo! 
just happened within the last week. So I don't know if that was a little loud of a celebration right there, but I'm very excited to see that that was not even in consideration in 1997 when I graduated high school. I remember I got approached by a scout for the Georgia Bulldogs and I turned them down because I was like, I could never make any money doing that. And I was already making too much money in sales. So I was like, okay, that's just not going to happen. And I look back at how easy it was for me to make that decision. And now that equal pay is available for women playing soccer as their profession. They can go for it. They can be like, hell yeah, let's start that recruiting process. I want to play professionally. I want to raise my family this way or whatever that is. It's like a real career now. So this is super exciting. But anyways, I digress. So let's go back forward to what does success mean for you? So we went through the departments. I was talking about prosperity and abundance. And what I can share with you as I think about success is that at one point, like I said, I definitely had success first. I measured my success based upon what my outward success looks like is what I'm meaning to say. And then you've heard me kind of talk about I was able to start prioritizing myself and prioritizing my soul. And when I call it like self soul, then success is that I became, I would say, quote, unquote, more successful when I focused on myself first, when I gave myself permission to prioritize my well being, when I gave myself permission to be a human being and not just a production machine, you know, so I would highly encourage you to, again, just consider what success means to you and start building that standard for yourself and move in that direction. I am excited to see what unfolds for you as you create this new meaning for yourself. So feel free to always like follow me on social media. I'll provide my links and everything in a little bit, but I'm always happy to hear. You can message me. Did anything that you hear help change your life? And if so, what was a change? I get some really cool notices like that, like, hey, I left my job and I'm making double now. Sometimes just a little, I call them subtle, but significant shifts in perspective can do wonders for us. So I'm always happy to hear what changes you made and how it impacted you. Next up, as we look to wind down this episode, because I'm now around 20 minutes, which is a longer episode for me, I did pull a card that I pulled from the Gabby Bernstein Super Attractor deck and it has a little quote on it. So I'm going to read it to close out this episode. My greatest spiritual shifts don't come through force. They come through freedom. I think that is an excellent way to wrap up this episode. So folks, until the next episode, I'll see ya. Well, hackers, that concludes today's episode. If you loved what you heard today, share on social, follow me on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook, all at the same handle at Becca Powers 1313. Share this episode, tag me in it. And if you really, really love the episode, please rate and review it too. It's the best way to show a podcast host some love. Like Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg said, till the next episode. See you then.